WGCH Radio. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I've got a great show for you today. Let's kick things off with... Let's talk trendy, (laughs) my talk trendy segment. So I wanted to talk about a few vacation trends since this is kind of the time of year. And uh, not only the time of year, I've actually been asked this by two different people just in the last probably 48 hours. Um, And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Maybe I should talk about that in the show. Um, One of my friends said, oh, I'm glad I saw you. And I haven't, by the way, I haven't seen her in probably three or four months. And I said, oh, it's great to see you too, Maria. She goes, because... I don't know what to wear in Italy in August. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. <laughs> she said, so let's talk about this. <laughs> she said to me, it was very important on her list. I'm like, all right, good to see you too, Maria. Yes, I'm doing well, thanks. <laughs> uh, so obviously my response was, well, August, Italy, very hot. <laughs> um, and she said, because, you know, I can't do this cutout thing. So the cutout thing, meaning the trends of all the cutouts, there's lots of like bodycon dresses that have cutouts in, on the torso and on the, you know, hip and thigh. I get it. I understand. It's not for everyone. So I thought, all right, well, let's get into some. So here's what I told my friend, my girlfriend, who is uh, over 50 and v- very fashionable, loves to you know wear the current styles but she's got a great body so she loves like tailored pieces as well but she likes to feel age appropriate so she said cutouts are not for me and she doesn't wear anything too short I basically said this what about maxi skirts or midi skirts something kind of flowy and longer so it's not short um, but it's comfortable in whatever temperature it is even if it's cold you know which it's not but even if it were chilly or if it were raining wherever you're going um, that's the perfect thing throw it on with a tank top and a pair of sneakers especially if you're in Italy and I think that's the perfect look you can throw a little denim jacket over over your shoulders um, or a cardigan. Um, the other thing I suggested to her was wide leg trousers. And there's a lot out on the market right now, in the market right now. Um, and everything from very soft, gauzy, cottony, flowy, wide leg pants, almost they almost remind me of pajama style pants. They even have, a lot of them have an elastic waist, which I wasn't always a fan of. But this year, I have found I'm gravitating towards more and more elastic waist, but they're a little more high-waisted. So I think that's why I like the elastic waist, because then it really cinches in my waist and it fits. Because most pants, most regular pants on my body, I have to have them tailored in the waist. So um, just because of my proportions. So I'm finding that the elastic waist fits. And I'm thinking that means it probably fits a, a, a lot more people, a lot more women. Um, the other thing was more of a trouser pant is very on trend right now and very, just very accessible. Um, so basically like picture a suit pant, something that would go with a suit. But you're just wearing the pant with a T-shirt or um, maybe a little silk cami and a pair of wedges or sneakers. So you're kind of... 
Um, are they cut a little bigger, or are they still about the same as a suit pant would be? They're cut a little bigger, yes. Right. They're cut a little because the suits that they're showing for women are also cut a little bit different. Oh. Yeah, it's a little bit wider. A li- some of them are slouchy. Some of them are pleats in the front. Some of them, but they are a little bit wider. It's not your typical tailored pant. Okay. Um, I would say um, it's definitely cut a little wider, which is, by the way, also on my list is tailored pieces. Um, but I wrote on my notes suit pieces because I've been seeing a lot of the Bermuda shorts are on trend as well with a matching blazer. So now it becomes like a suit, which, by the way, I really love this. I think it's not for me, and it's not for me because of my proportions. So it's not for everyone. I will say that. However, if you've got longer legs or a shorter, even if you don't, but you have a shorter torso, the Bermuda short trend is great. I think it's a great answer, both men and women, um, it's an answer to like an alternative to let's say you're going to lunch or you're going out to dinner and it's a casual place, um, vacation obviously, and you want to look pulled together. It's like a you know it doesn't look sloppy. It looks pretty. Um, it's pretty seamless to wear. You can throw it on with a, a matching jacket or not, or just do it with a you know a tee. And ladies, you could do it with a little heel, um, a wedge, or you could just be in a, a sneaker. Same thing with guys. A sneaker's great or a little loafer. Um, so that is something to th- think about. Also on my list of vacation uh, trends or vacation packing, strapless tops and dresses. Have, I've been seeing them everywhere. I love this. I don't want to call it a trend, but I love this style because I feel like, again, everyone can wear it. And it's kind of minimal yet effortless. So anything strapless and we're talking a wide range of things. So it could be a satin dress. It could be a really light chiffon floral dress that's fun for summer. It really could be anything. It could be dressy all the way to casual. Um, also on my list are day- daytime sequins. This is not new. I feel like we've talked about this before, but I'm seeing more and more of them this summer. Lots of shimmer and sparkle for the summer. So I like this. This is this is something that's fun. It's something you can add into your wardrobe if you've got a lot of basics or if you've got a lot of one color. Maybe you've got a lot of darker colors or maybe you just wear white and tan during the winter, during the summer. You could layer in a little white sequin tank top. Um, and it works now. It's not like limited to evening wear, which I love. That's, what I, that's why they're calling it daytime sequins. Um, a lot of the sequins are more of a matte matte sequin it's not a shiny sequin i've seen i've seen both by the way um i mean i've seen little sequin bags down at zara you know so again it's at every price point and it's coming in all different forms it's just that shimmer that little sparkle and it's okay to wear it during the day and it's okay to carry a sequin bag with jeans and a t-shirt so in fact i love that (laughs) i love it because then it makes it fun it gives another dimension to just jeans and a t-shirt um, also on my list are beading. I've been seeing beading everywhere, and I mean everywhere from clothing to handbags to home decor. I'm seeing lots and lots of beading. So uh, remember that I'm saying this because I feel like this is something that's going to carry into the fall and into the holidays. I have this feeling beading is going to carry in. Um, again, I don't feel like this is something I'm saying it's a, it's a trend that we're seeing more and more of, but I don't think it's trendy. So I think if you bought a piece, you bought something to wear that's beaded, or whether it's for your home or to wear, I don't think it would be quote-unquote out or dated by next year. I think if, you, if you're getting it to match your decor or you're getting it to work with your wardrobe, 
and it's a color palette that you would wear anyway, I think it's fine. I think it's something good to have and to actually kind of hold on to. Um, so, oh, and also last on my list, silk scarves I've been seeing everywhere. Again, not new. Not You say, well, is that like not on trend or in other times? It's always on trend, I think, and it's always fashionable. To, I, f- I feel like that's like effortless and timeless, a silk scarf. And here's how you're wearing it multiple ways (laughs) so I suggest getting a few different sizes so ladies you know you could get a small square I don't know the exact size but the little small square that's more like a neckerchief and you can wear it around your neck like almost I always think of like flight attendants which by the way I happen to like that look Um, I like it and then I wrap a bunch of necklaces on top of it by the way Um, or you could get a longer one and obviously wear it traditionally around your neck I also like it wrapped in your hair some way whether it's in a bun or a braid I also like it tied to my handbag I think that's fun um you can wrap it around the handles of your handbag like what what about using it as a belt I was just gonna say that yes you're ahead of me Bob (laughs) but I love that that's probably my favorite way too is to wear it as a belt yes I feel like that looks very classic summer chic resort look is wearing it as a belt. I mean, again, this isn't new, um, but I've just been noticing everywhere I've been. And again, you know, I'm in everywhere from high to low. I'm from Bergdorf's down to H&M Zara. I'm in every store in between. And I've just been seeing that a lot. I've been seeing silk scarves. And you, it doesn't have to be real silk. It could be, you know, something, something else. It could be another sheen or it could be just another fabric. But I think this silk scarf specifically just gives a certain look. I think it kind of upgrades your outfit. Um, you could certainly wear it as a head wrap. I like to wear silk scarves as a head wrap when I'm on vacation. <laughs> it makes me feel like a global gypsy. <laughs> Um, so I also like, I've been seeing it, um, kind of styled around your neck and then hang draping down in the front, worn over a blazer and then a belt over that. So the, the scarf is kind of tucked into the belt and kind of hanging down, almost like a winter scarf you wear just around your neck and not tied or anything, just straight. And then kind of layering, a it's over a blazer and then a be- and then belted. I've been seeing it a lot, and I really, really like that look. It's kind of a, another classic look, very British. Okay, let's. T- so speaking of trends, let me get into another topic I wanted to talk about. So there's so many trends popping up with weird names, and I've been thinking about this. This has been going. This has happened for years, but I thought it feels like more and more everything is getting sort of labeled. I've noticed. So. Let's break it down. So some of these you may have heard of, maybe you haven't. So let's start with one that's been around for a couple of years now, Cottagecore. Okay. Have you heard of this, Bob? No. Okay. So Cottagecore was kind of a phrase. It's like a fashion aesthetic. It was popular with teens, I think, originally. And it kind of celebrated, like, rural life. You know, like, think, like, English countryside or European countryside and that kind of became a trend in in dressing and in home decor so if you think about like a prairie skirt with like little tiny flowers you know like something that they would have worn on Little House on the Prairie um, gardening that kind of thing this sounds like you could call it grandma well yes and there's one that does use that name isn't there there is yes well you're on point 
today, Bob. <laughs> Are you reading my notes? Oh, sorry. Nope. No, it's okay. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's coming up. So so we'll jump to that. There's a, one that's now current called, it's called Coastal Granny. Yeah. Right, yes. Right. So this one, I think this is hilarious, by the way. And I just am laughing because I, I'm, I'm a little bit of this. Not totally, but a little bit. So I think this has really exploded with, there's apparently there's a girl, and this was brought to my attention, there's a girl on TikTok and also on Instagram, and she's an influencer, and she's been hash. She uses this hashtag Coastal Granny, and it's it's really funny. You know, I looked her up, and she's like, you know, you're a coastal grandma if you. <laughs> and then she says like, you summer in Nantucket, you go to the Hamptons, you. And then she talked about the West Coast. You go to Santa Barbara, you <laughs> go to Sonoma Valley. I mean, she went on and on. It was funny. Your favorite movie is any movie with Diane Keaton. You know, <laughs> it was really funny. You know, um, she referenced like the movie, one of my favorite movies, Something's Gotta Give. And I was like, oh, I love that movie. Um, you Drink Rosé, you know, it was on and on and on. So that's what it is. Coastal Granny is kind of simple chic. It has a bit of a retro edge. Um, it's kind of, uh, uh, yeah, just what. But is it kind of beachy? Does it's it, kind of beachy. Need, yeah. need to be around the water kind of a th- Yes. Yeah. 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 Hence the name Coastal. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. kind of beachy, but like in a, in a nautical or a preppy has like a preppy twist to it Mm -hmm. so again think new england or think you know you could think the west coast so in fact she had this little breakdown this little quiz and i took it so to decide which uh, coastal granny you would be the east or the west coast (laughs) and i took it apparently i'm very nantucket which is very true by the way i do go to nantucket in the summers so um by you know by my answers so um yeah it's very beachy um think martha stewart think something like that but at the beach mm-hmm. okay so that's another trend um regency core that's another one hmm. so that's think of bridgerton and all the influences from oh. the clothing so lots of corsets lots of feminine dressing lots of ruffles um lots of pleating in in skirts and dresses um lots of lace type of thing then there's also also goth core which i was like well Goth is goth. I mean, I think that's self-explanatory, and that's kind of been around. But is there an older goth and a newer goth? I guess so. Yeah, I think so. Which also leads me to the next one, which I think is very similar. I didn't know about this. I just found about this this emo girl. Okay, so this apparently – I'm like, this has been around forever. How is this new? So think Avril Lavigne. Think, like, side-swept bangs, like, darker hair, brunette. Think, like, leather cuffs on your arms. Think Doc Martens. Think studded belts. Okay, so then I think of Gwen Stefani. I'm like, well, that's not new. That's Hmm. Gwen Stefani in the 90s, you know? (laughs) So, I don't know. Well, that's a long time ago, the 90s. That's true. That's true. And listen, the other one, the other trend that uh, I've listed here is the Y2K trend, which is the late 90s, early 2000s. I see. So... That's another. I think that's probably one of the biggest ones. Um, I've been seeing a lot, and they're calling it the Y2K trend. So late, not all the fashion and all the trends from the late 90s, early 2000, which was a lot of bright colors, a lot of, um, again, I think of Gwen Stefani, a lot of uh, neon we had in there. We had a lot of, lots of denim, lots of frayed denim. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like short pleated skirts. Then we had sort of the Britney Spears. Early 2000s, we had Britney, I believe, right? I'm, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not a Britney fan, but I think that's when she popped up. Yes, she did. It was Yeah, it was early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So the pleated school girl skirts, 
Um, I'm trying to think of all that sort of uh, preppy look. Um, so that's kind of the Y2K trends. So those are the trends that, and there's there's some more too out there that I've seen, but these are the ones that seem to be popping up the most. And then we're seeing this in stores. So, you know, I did see a lot of um, sort of baggy jeans. I remember this from the late 90s. And someone had referenced um, the music group TLC, which, you know, I remember, of course. And then um, someone, I was watching an interview, so someone had referenced, oh, yeah, kind of like the music group TLC. And then there was a younger gal sitting there and said, who's TLC? (laughs) And And they were wearing the trends of you know of that time <laughs> but didn't know you know where it came from i said well i guess that's the you know good part about being young is your some people are experiencing it for a second or a third time this is what bothers me about some of these trends i'm like that was just not that long ago i'm sorry but early 2000 they were celebrating this morning on tv judy garland's 100th birthday <gasps> would be and someone asked not on tv but apparently this was a, a something they talked about uh, who's judy garland <gasps> Really? And uh, (laughs) the response was to refer to her daughter, um, um, whose name is now escaped me. Uh, Eliza Minnelli? Yes, Liza's mom. (laughs) So this was – that was the explanation for them. I was like, holy cow. But they knew knew Liza, I'm guessing. Apparently, yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't – what, would you know one and not the other? I don't know. That's surprising. Yeah, it is surprising, right? Because is Liza still – she's still around, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Last time she was seen – was at one of the award ceremonies in a wheelchair, oh, but right. looking really okay, upbeat. Okay, <laughs> that's so funny. So Liza's mom. Oh my gosh! Wow, who's Judy? Well, wait, do they not watch The Wizard of Oz? Yeah, I know, <laughs> but maybe they didn't realize that's the same person. That's the oh, Judy right. Garland that was also the uh, the singer, right? You know, the, right. Yeah, in, in the smoky restaurants. Wow! Yeah. Wow! That's crazy to think. So she would have been a hundred. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. Crazy. Well, I mean, I was looking at the Queen and the Platinum Jubilee. I've been watching Mm. this whole week. And, um, like, I said, someone said, oh, yeah, she's 70. I said, no, 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 no. She's, like, 95 or something. It's 70 years she's been working. (laughs) She's been the Queen. And they said, oh. I said, no, no, no. That's a long. Imagine one job, 70 years. I can't. It's a lifetime. It's not just a job anymore. Right. Right. It's your life. That's yeah. it. It's your, I guess so. It's lifestyle. I mean, I think I could get used to I think to, that's my job here. <laughs> I, think, I think so, Bob. I, this is your castle. <laughs> I think I could get used to um, living in castles as, as my job. Oh, yeah, that would be tough. Yeah, yeah. right? Oh, I think so. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. I have my Ask the Stylist segment because I have lots of questions from readers and followers from my social media. So you won't want to miss that. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. 
Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, let's get into some questions and answers. Um, So I collected a bunch of questions uh, that readers wrote in. By the way, if you'd like to send in your fashion question, you can always reach me through social media or you can go to my website, which is wardrobe envy. Actually, it's either stylebytina.com or wardrobeenvy.com. Either one will take you there. Um, wardrobeenvy.com is my blog. So there's lots of fun stuff to read on there. But you can also ask the question. Just click on the little Ask the Stylist button. I believe it's on the upper left corner. Or just send me a message through um, Instagram. And again, my handle there is wardrobeenvy. Very excited, by the way. Very soon, launching all new. And I'll be talking about that soon. I think it's going to be July. All new uh, branding, which I'm going to share with everyone. Okay, so Michelle from Stanford asks, What is the best silhouette to wear this summer for curvy girls over 50? I love that you were specific, by the way, Michelle, because I get a lot of broad questions. So my answer is this, and this is pretty much for everyone, but curvy girls especially, you've something that follows the natural curve of your body. So nothing too huge or big or baggy and nothing too tight. Because you're saying over 50, I'm assuming you want to feel age appropriate, whatever that is for you. Um, so things, you know, I love a maxi skirt, but things like A-line style, fit and flare is great. Um, anything that's going to be more fitted on the top, nipped in at the waist, and kind of a flare at the bottom, um, I think is good because it's going to accent your curves. And again, it's all if you've got curves, it's all about that hourglass. So you want to always sort of have something that's a little tailored in the waist or belted in the waist, nipped in in the waist. A good way to do that is, um, you know, always adding a belt. I, I don't it's rare that I don't have a belt on. Um, but two reasons. One, functional. You know, usually my pants, like I said, I always have to have them tailored in the waist. So my pants are usually big in the waist. Or I just like how it looks. And I happen to have a long torso. So I'm, I always want to kind of raise my leg line and sort of cut my torso and half to make it appear a little bit more proportional with my bottom half. Um, Wide leg pants are also great for curvy girls. I mentioned this before, something in linen or cotton. Um, And again, you're going to wear something fitted on top if it's looser on the bottom. But anything that really follows the curve of your body, that's what's going to be best for you. Um, A maxi dress is something easy. It's, you know, it's like one trick pony. Just put it on and you're done and add a great shoe. And um, also, I think if you're going with several pieces, if you want to do like if you're doing pants, I think suiting is always, always, is always a good option. And that's for everybody, but especially curvy girls. Just make sure you stay away from the boxy jackets. So the boyfriend jackets, probably not the best look if you're going for, you know, you want to accent your curves. So something that's, again, tailored on the top, whether you're wearing it with a, you know, matching uh, blazer with shorts, with pants, or with a skirt, um, because suiting is coming. We're seeing this in lots of colors and all different, or the Bermuda shorts I talked about earlier. Um, I would make sure that the blazer or the jacket is tailored, um, and then maybe something tucked in. So you want to really show that. 
Uh, next question is from Lindsay from Greenwich asks, how can I wear bright on-trend colors this summer, like pink or yellow, if I'm fair skins, blonde hair? Well, um, Lindsay, here's my answer. So first of all, fair skinned, but you, you didn't say if you were warmer tone skin, like olive tone or cooler. And that will make the difference, I think. So you know my take on color. I always say anyone can wear any color. You've just got to find the right shade. So you can take any color at all. Give me any color. I will show you a lighter version, a mid-grade, and a darker version, and 27 other colors in between. So if you think of when you go to buy paint and you think of the paint chips, all the samples, how there's like, if you're picking blue, well, they don't have one or two blues. They've got a million blues and everything. You gravitate, oh, I want light blue. And then within light blue, there's many different shades and some are more cool tone and some are more warm. So, um, you know, I've got friends that are blonde hair, blue eyes, fair skin, but they're very olive tone. So they tan easy in the summer. Um, so then I would say from a more tone, you can go with a brighter color. Um, if you're more cool toned, I think you can go, well, let's take the colors you, you specifically talked about, pink and yellow, which, by the way, are difficult colors to wear. So pink, for example, I think what shade of pink? So are we talking bubblegum pink? Are we talking fuchsia, which is more purpley? Are we talking carnation pink, which is more like kind of lighter and brighter? Um, you have to think about that. So, um, and again, a more carnation pink is a little bit warmer. A bubblegum pink is more of like a blue pink. So that's people that are more um, cool toned skin. I think that would work. And regardless of what tone you, you are, maybe just gravitate towards what you like. Like if you're not really sure, you say, well, I'm kind of fair skinned. Or maybe you're kind of neutral. Maybe you tan a little and you might burn a little. So you're kind of in the middle. Um, you could probably wear anything. The point is I would anchor it with a neutral. So all of these pinks, anchor it with a neutral. That's how you're going to wear it um, and not feel like it's overwhelming you, especially if you're, I don't know if you're wearing it head to toe, but my favorite color combinations with bright pink are is navy. Um, gray works well and camel. Camel works well with a lighter shade of pink. I would not pair it with black. I think pink and black, bright pink and black is kind of harsh and could tend to look a little more juvenile. So I would stay away from that. Also, you could choose a print. So if you really want to wear a bold color, whether it's uh, pink or any other color, maybe you just choose a pink print. So it's like not totally overwhelming. It's there. Maybe it's, you know, if you, I do the squint test. I don't know if I've ever shared that. So <laughs> I've been doing this for like 30 years. So I kind of stand back. If you look at a print and you do a little squint, so it's a little blurry. And what color do you see the most? That'll tell you what color is dominant. If you're kind of like looking at a print, sometimes you could stare at a print and not really feel like there's one color jumping out at you because it's just like that. But if you kind of do the squint test, you can see. <laughs> Trust me, it works. I can picture this. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Um, and then for yellow, that's also hard. It's also kind of tricky. But again... Is it warm-based? Is it cool-based? So is it butter yellow, which is more warm-based? Is it chartreuse, which is cooler, and that would be more for, like, fair-skinned, um, you know, light, blue-eyes, blondes, um, and anything in between? Again, pair it back with a neutral. I love yellow and gray, white, navy, and one of my favorites, denim. goes with anything. So try those color combinations and... Let, take a picture and let me see. Send it to me. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this week's show. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Consumer Price Index released Friday indicates the U.S. economy is still failing. May CPI price increase is another 1%. 8.6% inflation is now at a 40-year high. Shelter, gas, and food are all up again. This week's Summit of the Americas is becoming a big question mark as President Biden made the decision not to be inclusive to countries in the region. Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela were snubbed by President Biden by not getting an invitation. In turn, the leaders of Mexico, Guatemala, Salvador, Bolivia, and Honduras have snubbed the event. This city is testament to the connections that bind us and our capacity to achieve great things together. President Biden speaking at the opening ceremony. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. You ever make a change and then think, why didn't I do this years ago? Well, that's how people feel about switching to MediShare for their health care, 